Fred Ricciani of TSC. We have right here on the line a very special guest. He is here in New Jersey promoting a great cause with the legendary Tom Seaver. He is one of the rising stars of the New York Mets, an all-star, in fact. He's also led the National League in hitting. He's been doing great, and now he's here joining us today. I'm talking to Jeff McNeil. Jeff, how's it going? It's going great. How are you? Doing great. Now, uh, before we get to the tight playoff race that you guys are currently in, can you tell us a little bit about what brings you here today in New Jersey? Um, you know, I'm at the RPM Raceway. Um, we're uh, you know, raising money for the, the Alzheimer's in New Jersey um, and supporting uh, Tom Seaver. That's great. And uh, I'm sure you've had some time to spend with, with Tom Seaver. What's it like to be around uh, such a legend like that? Mr. Met, I mean, the man is a 12-time All-Star, a Hall of Famer, one of the true all-time greats. Um, I mean, it's awesome. You know what he did in his career. Um, you know, being a Hall of Fame pitcher and, um, yeah, just be around him a little bit. Um, you know, it's been nice. And, um, you know, um, just kind of tough to kind of see what he's going through now. So, um, just trying to do, do my part and, um, you know, support, support a good, uh, good cause and the Alzheimer's Foundation of New Jersey. And, um, you know, just do what I can. For sure. I mean, definitely a great cause and a very classy move on your part. Now, from my understand too, you're racing some go-karts. Uh, have you had some experience in doing that? Um, yeah, I've done it before. Um, these ones, you know, we, we go pretty fast, so it should, should be fun. Uh, I think they're having me race with uh, some of the kids, so, um, you know, just get to spend time with them, you know, looking forward to it. Uh, how, how much uh, ribbon in the locker room are you going to get if you lose to one of the kids? Oh, uh, probably a lot. So uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it doesn't happen, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely see what happens. Now, you've had a great tenure with the Mets so far. You spent a long time in their, in their farm system and in, in the minors. You, you got called up. You've been, been doing your thing in your first full season and really just uh, have had a hell of a major league career so far. Fastest in New York Mets history due to 200 hits. NL batting leader, all-star. Obviously, you guys are in a tight playoff race right now. Have you had a chance to kind of sit back and, and look at kind of your, your journey up to this point and say, wow, you know, I've done a whole lot? Yeah, I mean, it's nice to reflect on kind of what I've done, but... um. I mean, you can only do that for so long. I mean, you got to focus on, you know, kind of what's next. And, you know, what's next for us is, um, you know, big, big series against the Cubs. And, um, you know, we got to win these games and get back in the wild card race. But, um, you know, yeah, what I've done this year, you know, it's exciting and fun. But um, ultimate goal is, you know, make the playoffs. Uh, absolutely. Especially you know, in the New York area with the rabid fan base. But you guys were down on your luck early in the season. Uh, a lot of people didn't think you'd be in this position right now. You are at the moment that we're talking three games uh, out of the wild card. You definitely ha- ha- have a chance here. You have some really key matchups, like you said, with the Cubs. At this stage of the game, does it feel like every single game is a playoff series? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think we play the Cubs, the Nationals, and the Phillies coming up. So, I mean, all possible playoff teams. So, um, I mean, we got to win every single series from here on out um, to give ourselves a good chance. Um, and, you know, that starts tonight, you know, beating the Cubs and, you know, hopefully getting a W tomorrow. You've become pretty popular with the Mets fan base. You're somebody that's been called a, a bit of a throwback. And usually, when when somebody has a, a breakout season like you, it's, it's usually like one guy on a team. But it seems like a bunch of guys on the Mets, you know, Pete Alonso especially, have all been clicking. I mean, it happens. I mean, um, I was lucky enough to play with Pete last year, um, who also had. I mean, we both had great years last year, and um, you know, just watching him play, uh, it's been a lot of fun. And yeah, I mean. Um, you know, a lot of our business players are, you know, having a great year. We got, um, you know, Pete, Pete's killing it, obviously. And then, you know, J.D. Davis um, is really stepping up. And Rosario's, you know, having a really good year. So, um, you know, a lot of guys, you know, swinging the bat well. And um, hopefully, you know, we continue that and, 
you know, make a good playoff push. Besides, you know, the obvious exposure and money and everything else that comes with uh, going from the minors to the majors, in terms of the, the physicality, you know, the conditioning, what's been the biggest difference for you going from the minors to the majors? Um, yeah, I think, you know, it's a long season. Um, you know, it, it's a grind. It's tough. You know, every, every, every game up here is extremely stressful. Um, so just getting through, you know, 162-game season instead of, you know, the 140-game 100, season that, that you play in the minors. Um, so it's a little, little tougher on the body, you know, kind of help with that, you know, the good training staff, you know, good, good food and nutrition, all that stuff. So, um, you know, that's helped a lot. And it's cool to be a part of, you know, the, the Mets nation. Now you got, you got a great fan base that's, that always supports you guys, but I would imagine the miners too. I mean, they're, they're often overlooked. Like there's a lot of great fan bases, a lot of smaller cities and towns that really come out and show out in the games. Like I know right here in like New Jersey, you know, we, we have the blue claws and the thunder. I mean, we have a, a lot of support here for, for minor league baseball. Do you think that's often overlooked compared to the majors? Um, yeah. I mean, I actually remember uh, when I was playing for Savannah, uh, yeah, we played the Blue Claws, and I remember their their fan base was awesome. You know, I think we played in front, I think probably the biggest crowd um, that year. Um, I mean, so it's good, good, good support. I mean, it's nice to have, um, you know, support when you're in the minor leagues because, yeah, it, it's tough. When did you really realize that you were playing in New York? Oh, um, like was there a moment you were like, "Wow, okay, I'm not in Cali here. I'm not. I'm not in the majors. This is some. I'm not just in the majors. This is somewhere uh, unlike anywhere else." I mean, I want to say maybe. I think it was probably uh, my major league debut. Um, I mean, it was it was loud. It was fun. Um, I mean, I think we were already we were out of the playoff race when I came up last year, um, and just to see how loud and um, I mean, it was just an extremely fun fun night and fun place to play in front of the fans and they're extremely passionate. And I think. You know, that's when you realize you kind of made it and, you know, you're playing in, you know, one of the best cities in the world. How'd you get the squirrel nickname? Um, came back in college. Um, you know, I just was an outfielder back in college. And, and I think a few of my teammates just called me flying school from, for diving around the outfield and, you know, making plays out there. And from what I understand, too, back in high school, and I, I would imagine middle school as well, you played basketball and golf as well in addition to baseball? Yeah. Um, you know, was a played basketball in high school, and then also played a uh, um, golf in golf in high school. You know, I didn't play baseball until uh, my senior year. Uh, I played a little bit in the summer on some summer teams, but um, didn't play for the high school. Ended up um, playing high school golf, and you know, that's really what I wanted to do in college. I wanted to play golf, and um, just kind of didn't what? didn't end up working out for me. <laughs> for sure. Wow. Now you said you wait your senior year of high school. You didn't play ba- you play you didn't play baseball till the senior year of your high school. You said. Yeah. So wow. And yeah, in high school, I was basically mainly a golfer. And, you know, was, was trying to find a a golf scholarship to go play somewhere, and um, qualified for the U.S. Junior Amateur, which was actually in Southern New Jersey. Um, so I played in that. Um, didn't play very well. You know, wasn't really getting a whole bunch of uh, scholarship looks. So um, the summer before my senior year, I went back and um, started playing uh, baseball for a summer team and. Ended up getting seen by a scout and um, ended up playing playing college baseball. That's crazy. It seems like it just kind of happened uh, so fast. When you had that that kind of yeah. immediate success, do you look back? To, were you like, damn, maybe I should have started playing baseball sooner? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, you can look at it that way. I mean, yeah, if I played, um, you know, all four years of high school, yeah, I might have gone on the draft out of high school. Um, but you know, I'm kind of happy the way it all worked out. You know, I went to I went to a great college, Long Beach State, and you know, I learned. Um, I learned how to play baseball, I think, the right way, and that's kind of um, 
the person you see out on the field now, you know, getting runners over, getting runners in, and, um, you know, playing the game hard and playing the game the right way. You know, I learned that all in college. Now, a lot of people don't always, you know, associate golf as a sport. It, it is certainly a sport, but, you know, it's, it's overlooked compared to some of the other major sports like basketball, football, baseball. Was there anything you learned in your golf career that you picked up that you were able to kind of transfer to baseball? I mean, they're two, you know, kind of completely different um, sports, but um, I mean, I think golf, you know, it's so mental. Um, you know, you got to forget, um, forget a shot. You know, if you hit a bad shot, you got to forget about it and, you know, move on. And, um, you know, that's, that's one thing, you know, you got to kind of do on the baseball field as well. You know, you swing on a bad pitch, you got to, you got to flush it and forget about it and, you know, move on. And um, so that's probably the one thing, you know, I took from golf that, you know, applied to baseball. So when you got into baseball your senior year, were you already a, a baseball fan? Were you like a casual fan? Like, what was it something you were like interested in or was it just something you wanted to try? Um, you know, I mean, I, I played my whole life, um, played a little bit, in, a little bit in, uh, like basically summer of high school, but, um, never, never really wanted to play, um, in college. But, um, so, I mean, basically my brother was the, the, the big baseball player of the family. So, um, he ended up getting drafted out of high school, but then, so basically, you know, um, I wasn't going to play, like, only so they decided, I mean, I decided I'll give baseball a chance. I, you know, I only got one shot to play baseball, um, ended up, ended up paying off. Quite definitely uh, paid off. Uh, I know a lot of athletes, they like to, you know, obviously hone their craft, but they also sometimes maybe emulate some of the greats from the past. Was there anybody in the baseball front that you looked up to growing up or somebody that you'd like to emulate your game after? Um, I mean, I was like, uh, watching Derek Eater, I mean, I was a shortstop in, in Little League and all that stuff. So, you know, um, a lot of kids my age who were shortstops um, kind of wanted to be like Derek Eater, and you always make that that back can jump throw in the, in the hole. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's probably Derek Eater, and, you know, he had such a great career. So, you know, hopefully I can do something like that. Now, obviously, your story is to be continued with the with the Mets playoff race, but you've already had a, a great season. I want to congratulate you and the Mets for that. And, you know, as a New York guy, certainly wish you guys – uh, the the very best. But up to this point, you've definitely been an inspiration to a lot of people, you know, busting your butt in the minors to get to the majors and having the success you've had. Uh, what's the best piece of advice you give anybody looking to have a successful career? Um, I think just, you know, kind of have fun with it. Um, you know, it's a game. Um, you know, work hard every single day. Um, I mean, I, I had to deal with some injuries. So, you know, trying to stay positive every, every single day, um, you know, and just go out there and, you know, do your best. And actually, dude, I'll, I'll ask you that real quick, too. How's your hamstring doing? Uh, hamstring's great. Yeah, no, no problems there. Awesome. And before we let you go, uh, for anybody that wants to contribute to Alzheimer's New Jersey and, and the great cause you're promoting with the, the legendary Tom Seaver, uh, where can they find more info? Um, you know, they go to the Alzheimer's, uh, Alzheimer's New Jersey, um, you know, their website. Um, and, you know, it's just nice today, you know, all the, all the proceeds from all the races. I mean, tons of Mets fans out here today, all the proceeds um, are going directly to them. So, 